Welcome to Tactical Permaculture. I've worked on projects ranging from the poorest to richest clients, from inner cities to suburbs to farmlands to remote wilderness, from the eco-war front lines to celebrity backyards. In over 25 years of service to the earth and the community of life, I've learned that in the fight for sustainable survival, growing is half the battle. Please go to tacticalpermaculture.com to read my blog, watch my videos, view my photos, access web applications, and click on the join membership link to access exclusive features. September 4th, 2023, episode 83. I'm going to refrain from giving an in-depth update on the status of my heat illness compounded exertional injury. I will say that the symptoms have apparently stabilized and the best thing that could possibly happen for my condition now is for it to have the onset of it to have occurred at the end of the summer and not the beginning because what made it extremely dangerous, deadly and unbearable in a compounding even exponentially compounding way was the extreme temperatures and the and the effects on on blood pressure so what i what i'm taking this moment to commemorate right now is the gratitude that i feel for even the slightest drop in at least nighttime temperatures below 85 degrees. Because in my experience and based on my research, anything above that makes it difficult, if not impossible, to sleep normally. And while sleep is possible, it's so distorted and interrupted and tortured that it just it, it to me I'm going to I'm going to be totally honest and I and I I'm going to I'm going to go deeper than I went even last year when I said surviving at this time of year about almost to the day is when I did an episode called I believe it was surviving 3 months of heat or, or waking up from a three-month fever dream surviving heat madness or something like that and now yeah this year had even higher record temperatures and I have just been waiting and waiting and waiting trying to kill time and get and survive by any means necessary to the point where where the night temperature would break because there are things I can do during the day that I've evolved tactics very primitive and this was the best year out of all three summers so far, as far as just adapting appropriate low-tech, off-grid, off-road, low-power, solar-powered, micro, MacGyvered sort of cooling ways, ways to cool just tiny bits of water so that I could dampen cloth and have there be a little bit of 
evaporation, evaporative cooling off of the cloth wrapped around my 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 head and my neck, and sometimes other key points of blood flow. So I'd say, in some ways, this was building on success, but <clears throat> but in other ways, it's a moving target because it keeps getting hotter. So. I may have been totally content all last summer with what I devised this summer. But this summer, even though I devised some things, it was still at wit's end the whole time, mostly during the day. And then way beyond wit's end at night. And that's been for months now. So so last night, it wasn't the only night in this entire period of approximately three months because there were a couple of rains and that did drop the temperature and allow me to sleep deeply. But last night was the first dry, non-post-rain event um, cooling experience of, okay, the sun has dropped down over the horizon and the temperature drops accordingly. That has not been... It's been the opposite. It is not well. The temperature doesn't rise, but the circadian rhythms change, and you're expecting the temperature to drop. And so, certain physiological things occur to help you sleep and actually f- make you feel hotter because there there are ways that the body is. Tra- I've gone into detail before, but that's what I learned is that there's just the torture begins when the sun goes down. So long as it's in a cycle of the Earth being baked by the sun to where it just gives off all that heat that it absorbed during the baking direct sun overhead months. And it takes time for that to to dissipate. And I'm lucky that right now in this moment, I'm still wrapped and drenched in, well, I wring them out, but I, I, I've got a, a my, my shirt is, is drenched in water. I've still got a, a, a damp head wrap, head wrap but what I've discovered is that up to the point of about 112 degrees Fahrenheit approximately a cool water dunked fabric head wrap or other body part wrap will feel cool to the touch and maintain the sense of cooling that's that's visceral it's not just kind of scientific and theoretical meaning you feel it you feel it to be cooler and then anything above that which was a was a a lot of days weeks months hours whatever it just felt like it was doing something but it did not feel cooling at all but it's very nice like right now i feel a bit of cooling and and i will have to before i go to sleep so i don't end up having a opposite ill ill effect i'm going to take off these this take off these damp wraps and be prepared to layer up throughout the night which is just the best thing ever i mean i can't i don't know what to compare it to but but i think only people who have literally been tortured physically for political reasons or some other demented reasons but but basically i i don't i can't i can 
I can only describe what I've experienced without air conditioning and only minimalistic tools to stay basically keep from dying basically but that says very little my my saving grace has been cayenne and cannabis and I spoke about that in in the peak of the heat a few weeks ago but right now this is the time to commemorate the gift of the changing seasons and something that most people would just not take for granted because they're just cruising at whatever they set the thermostat to year-round and that's from one box to another a box with wheels a box with office computers a box with a bed and a kitchen and it's just some people never even have any exposure to the outside whatsoever because they're in climate controlled garages from from a to b and even if they go wherever they go it could still be that way depending on where they live you don't really get away with that and more spread out more spread out um regions like the southwest but in the northeast you probably could because you could probably go to underground parking structure to underground parking structure and that would be it I don't recommend this for anyone but I will say for the people who live in a world of petty drama and making mountains molehills in the mountains in terms of personality conflicts and things just rubbing people the wrong way and just living in a state of agitation mostly because of being hyper irritable because of human relationships and stuff like that i mean for me you want something to cry about you want to be humbled you want to be broken and know what you're made of desert survival is something i can speak about i can't yet i can't yet speak about the uh like in contra the snowfield level but i probably will by my own will or by circumstance be forced to test my wits and skills it's it's me the elements my wits and my kit you know wherever i go and uh unlike man versus wild or or survivor man which i which i look up to greatly for me it's about permaculture and being a swiss army knife of doing permaculture and if i'm an eco village of one then so be it that's that's the uh adventure and now this is this is year 3 and uh hasn't gotten easier climate has not gotten more forgiving and the health issues can be compounding things that just creep up in addition to just aging and there are things that i have to give credit words to about modern medicine and things that i i won't uh you know i won't go into because it's tmi but I will say um yeah self-care austere remote off-grid off-road no yeah no 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 doctor's visits no checkups none of that everything is just reading from manuals diagnosing from articles online and just trying to kick the can 
But I do believe that the value of this type of research and development, I said re recently, because I've been suffering this injury, is that um, sports and war heroes get all the love and support. When they, when they fall down and they get injured, they're, they get all, they get, they get everything thrown at them um, because they're such, they're so prized. And here I am, I'm just a guy trying to capture some rainwater in the desert during a drought so that the desert cities might start to learn alternative strategies that preclude destroying major swaths, massive swaths of wildlife and wildland to pipe in desalinated water from the ocean because we can't figure out how to make permeable landscapes into slow sink and spread rainwater and live within a real-time solar budget, meaning real-time energy budget, no fossil fuels, and real-time water budget. I was taking this Yale free online course about about the atmosphere and uh, and climate and um, learning some very nuts and bolts scientific physics and whatnot, science and physics. And I believe if I remember it correctly, it was something like a drop of water, for, for every given drop of water that falls from the sky in whatever form and hits the surface of the earth, that drop of water will will be on the surface of the earth from an ocean to a pond to a lake to to a mosquito-filled truck tire. It'll be on earth, it'll be on the earth before evaporating back up into the atmosphere for about nine days. Whereas once it gets back into the atmosphere, essentially that, that same or equivalent quantity of moisture of H2O will be in the atmosphere for 5,000 years. So, I mean, there's a lot of imp implications of that little piece of information. I believe I have it correct. If it's not perfectly correct, it's something, it's something astounding like that. Um, and what he said was it's just a matter of just the size of the reservoir. So don't be, there's no reason to be shocked by it. It's just really the surface area of the earth compared to the, how many, how many surface areas of the earth, including the deepest plateau average of the ocean, how many times can you stack that surface into the atmosphere up into the, the top of it? or wherever, wherever moisture stops accumulating. So yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty, it's, it's, it makes it sound pretty precious, you know? You got nine days to get, get your game on and then it's gone for 5,000 years. But hey, flood sport, that's what I'm trying to do. But the thing is, I would love to get to a point where the world values what I'm doing enough to where my teeth aren't falling out I'm not blowing out my veins by overexertion in deadly temperatures to try to capture the rainwater before it gets evaporated for 5,000 years. And that ecological warriors would be valued enough to be cared for medically. Because right now, I cannot take a foot off of this land 
without being sucked in to the bankruptcy machine. And this land will be taken away from me as an asset if I tap out and seek any medical help for anything.